Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to a special edition to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that normally I focus on issues to help you think about the business, not just do the business. For the last eight episodes, I've really turned my focus on more sales mastery within the remodeling process. And today, instead of thinking about the business, I'm going to give you a pretty specific technique in terms of addressing probably one of the more challenging issues out there today, and that is creating urgency. Now, in an earlier podcast this year, I talked about the subject of creating urgency, and I talked about the importance of it given the shift in terms of not necessarily the market, but the shift in the consumer kind of dynamic that's out there. And that urgency really in that podcast focused really on three buckets. One was the project urgency, the second was the client urgency, and the third was your availability and your urgency. Today, we're going to get into a specific technique. And as I've said, many, many times we focus on concepts and not necessarily at a one-foot level. So just to repeat a couple of things that are foundational things as it relates to this technique, and that is who and what is your competition? Now, when I ask audiences that question, you can imagine they immediately gravitate to another remodeler or builder or architect in your particular area. And then when I go on to say, you know, the reality is that the best and the biggest of the remodelers in the United States only have 1% or less of the market share within their specific community, uh, they realize that, wow, my real competitor is not necessarily other people doing what I'm doing. The real competitor out there is the client is the client and their fears, the client and their uh, their uh, uh, overwhelm, and certainly their ignorance about how to go about doing a remodeling project. So one of the things I think you have to do is you have to become more of a therapist. You have to become more of a marriage counselor. You've got to be an investment advisor. And I think once you kind of take on these different roles as it relates to their home, you will, in fact, see, I think, better results. So let's talk about this reverse timeline. And as I said, this is a granular technique that I really, really encourage you to get out a sheet of paper, uh, pause this if you need to, and literally walk through this process with me. And you may want to go on and and re-listen to it again. So the reverse timeline basically is a tool to help create urgency. It's a tool to help communicate to the client. And there's a few fundamental things as you do this little exercise in front of the client that I think you have to realize. Number one, you always want to start with the end in mind, not the beginning. So what do I mean by that? Rather than what the traditional question is, when would you like to start this project, I want you to stop asking that. What I want you to move to is when would you like to wake up in your new primary suite? When would you like to have your first dinner party in your new kitchen and new space? Now, if you can focus on the experience of when they would like that, That will really help you, I think, to set a stage and establish not when you want to begin, but when you want to, when, when they want to be in the space. 
And that's the best way to create urgency. Uh, The second tip as you're thinking about this is always challenge their answer with the question, why? For example, if they say, oh, we'd like to have, you know, be waking up in my new master suite by Thanksgiving, uh, you think, okay, well, why? Why would I like to wake up in that new suite by Thanksgiving? And you want to challenge them and because if they don't have a strong enough why, then then the likelihood that they'll stick with it is much less. For example, they might have family that comes to visit them once a year and they want to have it done before so that it's a little bit more comfortable for the family being there. Or it's something they're proud of that they want to share and let the family members see once they come and visit. All of a sudden, those are very, very strong whys as opposed to just casually letting you know uh, when they would like to have it complete. Number three tip is always make it visual. Uh, I strongly recommend with a blank sheet of paper drawing this out for them. And you want to make it visual and, and make it more of a conversation as I'll walk you through the techniques of how to do this that are really helpful for them to not only uh, experience what this reverse timeline is about, but also they'll see it. And if they see it, they'll understand it more. Number four is you want to get their buy-in along each step of the way. Why? The more you can make it a conversation with a client, the more successful you're going to be. And then lastly is you've got to practice you got to practice and practice and practice. And for some people, they may need to do a little bit of preparation on this technique before they actually meet with the client so they have the rough timelines in place. Some people are better at it than others, but more importantly, it is something that can be mastered. And just like riding a bike, you can get to level four mastery very, very easily if, in fact, you do it the right way. Okay, so let's move into the technique itself. With this blank sheet of paper, what I want you to do is set the stage for the client. So once you've determined the date that they'd like to have this project complete, they'd like to wake up in their new primary suite, they'd like to have their dinner party, make a literally a line across a piece of paper, like a timeline across a piece of paper horizontally, and have an end to that. So in this example, I'm going to walk you through we're going to say it's a kitchen project. And in this kitchen project, today's date, let's say, is July 5th. um, And they have determined that they would like to have or move into this new uh, uh, kitchen or have the kitchen ready uh, by Christmas, let's say. And you've already challenged them, why Christmas? And they've said all their family is in play And 1st of January, they head down to uh, Florida for two or three months, and they really want to have this done by Christmas. So with the reverse timeline in place, you want to say, okay, Mary and John, let's start with the end in mind. So Christmas, you're enjoying your Christmas in the new kitchen. So what we find with most clients is uh, you're going to want to have – generally a couple of weeks for the dust to settle, maybe a week to two weeks before the the dust is settling, after the work is really 100% complete. Does that make sense? 
Nine times out of 10 or more, they'll say yes. So uh, let's move the next point on this reverse timeline to December 15th. Now, based on the scope of work that we've discussed today, I think realistically, you're talking about about eight weeks of activity here at the home. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to be eight weeks of major disruption. However, with ordering countertops and measuring and all those kind of things that take a little bit more lead time, you're looking at probably eight weeks of activity here at the home. So if we're at December 15th and we go back about eight weeks, that puts us about October 15th. Does that make sense? Again, wait for the response. Yes, that makes sense. Now, before I can start the project, I have to order one of the most major components in the project. And that component in the project is going to be your cabinetry. You know, while this is more of a semi-custom cabinet, it does take a little bit of time once we get the correct order in place to actually receive. Now, what we'd like to do is we'd like to start the project when the cabinets are arriving. That way, there'll be no hiccups along the way. And as we're doing the demolition and renovation, we'll be more prepared. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Eight weeks on the cabinet orders that we're finding right now. If I go back from October 15th, September 15th, that's going to put me right around uh, August 15th. So at August 15th, I want to have everything buttoned up and ready to order the cabinetry. Now, before I can order the cabinetry, I've got to make all the selections and finishes and take you through the detailed planning and all the final costing and the estimate. Now, typically, that process, all in all, is going to take about three weeks, depending on your availability, and I assume you will be available to be able to make these decisions along the way. But internally, we'll put all of our resources in place, and we should be able to accomplish that in about three weeks. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, moving back, that's going to put us um, starting the detailed planning process uh, about uh, July 25th. Now, before I can do the detailed planning process, I've got to come up with the right concepts. We've got to kind of dream out loud and have some fun with this, you know, concepts and direction. And typically, that's going to take, you know, a couple of weeks two to three weeks of going back and forth with some of the very conceptual things and general budgeting items. Now, when I back that up from July 25th and I go back two or three weeks, you know, let, let's assume that it's going to be closer to three than two just to give ourselves a little bit of wiggle room. That's going to put us right around July 6th, July 5th. Now, Going back to what I originally said, I'm doing this exercise sitting in front of the client on July 5th. So think about this and reflect on this for a minute. What have I just done? I basically said, number one, I've established the reality that if, in fact, they want to have this done by the end of the year, certainly by Christmas, they have to get started at the, at the first point. So with this point in mind, it's not I'm pushing them. It's not I'm trying to sell them. I'm trying to help them buy. I'm helping them buy by doing this technique called the reverse timeline. Now, you can do this same technique as it relates to a deck project, outdoor living project, 
a major primary suite project, it doesn't really matter. When you have a little bit more complexity, simplify the overall construction chunks, but make sure you've figured out the parts and pieces as they all fit together. So in closing, I, I want to say this is a very, very practical tool, but it's practical in the environment that we're in right now. And I would even say almost essential because if you're not creating urgency for the client and go back and listen to that earlier episode of how to master creating urgency with a client, this is just one of the little techniques that you can use in place. And if you can sprinkle in this technique along with Focusing on the project's urgency, the client's urgency, as well as your schedule and your urgency, you're going to be able to move the client along and get them to push you forward rather than drag you forward in the process. So I want to thank everybody for listening to this short episode about uh, sales mastery and how to use the technique of the reverse timeline. encourage you to practice this. And if, in fact, you have any challenges or issues, you can always go back to some of the earlier episodes, and there's many, many little techniques and things that you can use in the course of the conversations. Take care, everyone.